Yo, peeps, on-prem to the cloud is back. And this time, Zach Deptawa, he's going to show us how to add everything as code into our DevOps pipelines. So join us on the next DevOps Lab. Welcome to the DevOps Lab on-prem to the cloud series. Now, in the last episode, we added everything as code to our application. And on this episode, we have a very special guest, Zach Deptawa, and he's going to show us how to add everything as code into our pipelines. Welcome to the show, Zach. Thanks, Abel. How are you doing? Doing pretty good, man. All right. So last time, Stephen showed us how and why you would want infrastructure as code, configuration as code, and policy as code. And today, you're going to be showing us how to add all of that to our DevOps pipelines, right? Yeah. But my question is, why would you want to do this? Sure. So uh, that's a great question. So Stephen, he built us all this great infrastructure as code, uh, configuration as code, policy as code. Um, and that's great. We can test it. We can put it in scripts. We can kick it off manually. Uh, but we're already working in a centralized repository, or we will be uh, with our workflow move, moving forward. And so why don't we create some triggers and based off of pull requests or things that we define in our pipeline, why don't we kick this stuff off automatically, let it do the heavy lifting to do all of these tasks for us, remove some of that that uh, human error element and give us some great logging, um, you know, give us, give us a lot more flexibility and a, a quicker feedback loop, which really, it, it lets us uh, quicker, uh, deliver quicker value for our end users, which is, really what this is about. That's what DevOpsing is for. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. All right, I'm sold. Show me what you got. Awesome, let's take a look. So uh, Steven handed me this repository. He wrote a lot of that great code uh, that you just mentioned uh, there, Abel. And so as you can see, I'm in my episode five branch. I wanna call out that I'm on GitHub here. This is a GitHub repository. And if I look in this infrastructure uh, folder, this is what Steven handed me. So we've got code that stands up our uh, resource groups in Azure. It stands up all of our servers, everything that we need to deploy our application. He also gave us some PowerShell scripts that do DSC or desired state configuration. That is config as code for these servers. Um, and he also gave us some snippets that actually run through a PowerShell script that runs through and does everything for us. And we could take that PowerShell script. We could put that into a pipeline and let it do everything for us, but we're going to pull this apart and run it in different stages and different tasks just so we can get more granular with it and we can see that logging in detail. Um, but yeah, as you can see, I actually created a task here. This is just a PowerShell script. This is a snippet of what Steven gave me in that big PowerShell script, and I'm using it in a DSC task uh, just as an example of, of, uh, of a task here that I built for PowerShell. But let's take a look at my project in Azure DevOps. So this is Azure DevOps. Like I said, we've got the repository in GitHub. If I look at repos here, this is totally empty. I've told Azure DevOps, you know what? My repository is in GitHub. That's where I want it to stay. Let's create a service connection. It did all of it automatically for me. And so it's watching my repository in GitHub while my pipeline is actually running here in Azure DevOps. So let's take a look at the meat of this, right? This is the pipelines. Uh, this is the pipeline that I created. And if I take a look, drill into the pipeline a little bit, you can see all the runs that have already happened. If I go all the way down, you can see that they were failing as I started to iterate this. So Steven gave me this code. I started putting it in um, as I needed, uh, started building the stages rather. And as I was kind of massaging that code and getting it to work, 
Um, I had to iterate through, as you can tell, and it started passing. I started adding stages and started working through that. And finally, we ended up with four stages uh, and then I'm going to talk about here in a second. But while I talk about those, I'm going to go ahead and kick off a run of this pipeline. And now we're working in the episode five branch, like I talked about. So I'm going to scoot over to that. I could make a change in that branch and it would trigger automatically. This is just quicker for me to show you this uh, in a demo. So I'm going to run this while we talk. But as this is running, let's uh, actually let me show that this real quick. So this is the pipeline getting kicked off. If I click in, I can actually watch everything happening real time. But now that I mentioned that, let's go back. Let's take a step back and look at the pipeline itself and look at the code that's actually running here. So if I click edit on this pipeline, you'll see that my pipeline, my entire pipeline here is just an Azure pipelines.yaml file or YML file. And let me scoot this out of the way. I'm gonna step through this and just talk through what it does. So um, I've got a trigger set up as, as well. I just mentioned, I'm working in this episode five branch. This will eventually change to something like a pull request based on something coming into the master branch. But for now, for where I am, this is me working in this episode five branch. So that's what's triggering this. And I'm setting, you know, I want my my uh, runs, uh, my my uh, tasks to run on a Windows host, I'm setting some pipeline variables here inside of the pipeline code. And now we're getting into the stages. There's four stages here, right? I want to build and prepare the application and I want to do that first. So you would think, you know, why don't you stand up the infrastructure? Why don't you get the, the infrastructure configured and then build the application and then deploy it? Well, if we can't build the application, if something goes wrong, we don't want to do all those other steps because that's the end goal. So let's build that application first and let's fail fast. If something's wrong there, we can address that before we spend all the time waiting for the infrastructure to build. So we're building and preparing this application to be deployed. It's not deploying because it's, uh, there's no infrastructure yet for it to deploy to here in this step, but it is, as you can see, doing the NuGet commands. It's actually copying the built artifacts into a um, build artifact staging directory uh, folder, which is a part of this pipeline. And it's copying it so I can use it in later tasks into that into that artifacts folder. So that's the first stage, right? Build build the application. And again, this is all using code that Steven gave me, uh, the infrastructure's code, the desired state configuration, and some code to build uh, the application. So the next thing I wanna do is build the DSC or the desired state configuration. This is the config is code for the servers. And I'm actually building this and I'm deploying it into a storage container for, uh, for me to call through a URI. So I'm gonna stand up the infrastructure with, with Steven's code and it's gonna pull this package down that I'm building in my pipeline, configure my servers, and assign them to an environment inside of Azure DevOps. Super powerful. Uh, but that's all this step is doing. It's setting up the desired state configuration file to be consumed later. And as you can see, it's using my task build DSC PowerShell script that I showed uh, a little bit earlier. So the next step, stage three, is to prepare the resource group. So this is actually going to use a uh, Azure Resource Manager template. It's going to stand up the resource group. It's gonna build all of the requirements that are in that template that Steven gave. Um, it's going to stand up everything that we need here, the network, the uh, VMs, and it's also going to set that desired state configuration. And as you can see right here, these are parameters that Steven had set in his uh, PowerShell script that he's consuming and inside of the, uh, uh, excuse me, inside of the, the template that he's using. And I want to use those same parameters, but I want to override them because my environment is not the same as Steven's. So if I click on variables here, you can see that I've set all of these variables inside of my pipeline uh, and I'm consuming them by overriding them here inside of the task. It's super, super duper easy and straightforward to see. 
And I want to show this. So I do need to use an Azure DevOps token at one point. That's something I don't want to save in my pipeline, right? I don't want to put, to, put that inside of my repository, but I can save it as a variable that is a secret uh, value that I can set. I can't view it after I set it, uh, but I can erase it and override it, like create a new one if I want to, but I can't view it. So that's really powerful if I'm, I'm sharing this, uh, this pipeline with other people. I don't want that value to leak out into Twitter or something. So uh, that's a very, very powerful feature there. So now the last thing we want to do after the environment is set up and is uh, ready to go, we're going to take that package that we created, the application in step one, and we're going to deploy it into the infrastructure that we stood up through the infrastructure as code in this pipeline. And as you can see, we're using the development environment. Let's take a look at environments real quick. So this is my development environment. You can see I have a staging and production that aren't used yet, uh, but this is the actual environment that was set up and configured inside of the infrastructure's code that Steven handed me. And so uh, everything he built is set up in this, in this de uh, development environment. That's what is deployed to in this pipeline. Later on, we'll have deployment for staging and production. And what's cool is if we want development to work automatically, but before we go into staging, we wanna stop and take a look at things and make sure things are good. We could actually go on this staging environment and add an approval. And so what that does is the, the, the development environment if they're in order, uh, like they should be, the development environment will deploy and it will halt and it will say, go get these approvals, make sure everything's good. Once we get the thumbs up, it'll go ahead and proceed. And we can do that with staging or production. We can do that even outside of environments if we had some other thing that we wanted approvals on. Um, so let's take a look back at the pipeline real quick and see it is still running right now. But we can see it's already past two of the stages on the third stage right now. So it is actually standing up the, oops, click the, click the wrong area there. It's standing up the resource group or ensuring that the resource group is stood up uh, because it is already stood up. You can see down here, I can drill in and I can take a look at everything that just happened. These are beautiful logs that I did not have to set up. This is just coming from the, uh, the pipeline for me based on my tasks and my jobs and uh, stages. And you can see right now, it's actually checking out the code inside of my resource group, uh, build resource group stage. And so after it checks that code out, it's going to do that stage that is actually going to run this template and stand everything up for me and get it all configured. And then the final step will be to deploy the test application. And so what this looks like, because it's already been deployed inside of Azure here, you can see I have my Mercury Health-Dev resource group. This is everything that that code is standing up. Um, if I want to, I can actually click on this public IP, grab this DNS name. So this is the application. It's working. It's actually hitting a database. Uh, if I go to exercises here, there's one entry that I've entered just to make sure that that, that communication is working. And there it is, a bench press. And that's all there is to it. This pipeline is, uh, is standing up and deploying, standing up the infrastructure, building the application and deploying it into that infrastructure all on the same pipeline. Wow. That is crazy cool, Zach. Like having the ability to do everything as code in your pipeline, that gives you so much flexibility flexibility and power, right? And, yeah. and being able to go from like nothing at all to a fully configured environment with your app running in it, that's just freaking insane. And, yeah. and also I was just thinking because you're using ARM templates and desired state configuration, if you already have the environment provisioned and configured, but someone goes in there and physically messes with the configuration, when you rerun your pipeline, it will fix that drip, right? 
Yeah, it will. It's it's going to inspect everything and take a look at the state and it's going to get to that state. Basically with the template, you're saying, this is my success. This is my desired state, uh, even with the template, right? And so um, it's going to look at everything in total and make changes back to where it should be. Man, being able to dynamically spin these environments up, delete them completely, bring another one up and just everything magically working, that's freaking amazing. Now, for more detailed explanation on all of this stuff, go ahead, check out our links down below. And on the next episode, we're gonna start slowly teasing apart this application to start utilizing the full power of Azure next time on the DevOps Lab. Mm -hmm.